Welcome back, everybody, to Dungeon Master's Apprentice, a podcast where we all learn how to be better DMs together. I'm your host, Theo Giesen, and today we're back with just me, and I'm going to be talking about um, how to have fun as a DM. Um, I feel like a lot of people realize that it's very hard work, and while being the DM is not particularly being a player in the game, you still... I mean, you're not a player, but you are playing, and uh, it is just a game, and so just a reminder to all my DMs is that we're here to have fun, and if you're not having fun, you're doing something wrong. Um, DMs are going to find uh, fun, I guess I'm jumping into it a little bit too quickly, um, I'll um, I'll give you guys a little life update here, something kind of, well, pretty big has happened. I am done school, that's right, I just finished my last semester, handed in my last exam, um, kind of was just sprinting to the finish, finishing things off um, rather quickly, just trying to get to this point, and now I'm a, I'm a free man, I just have to wait for confirmation that I, that I qualify to graduate, which I should, so come springtime I will be an Acadia graduate. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to be putting some more work into the high school campaign that I'm running, uh, which has been very fun. I have a session later on today that I'm, like, halfway through planning, so uh, looking forward to that. We might be getting a new player. That's pretty fun as well, so we'll be up to four players and a DM. Um, Just hanging out here this morning um, in Wolfville. Went down to Tim Hortons and got some coffee. And uh, I haven't recorded an episode in a while, so I thought I would, I mean, I've been kind of busy with finishing up papers and exams and stuff like that, um, and then I was I scheduled, I sat down in my closet one time to record this episode, and um, I just uh, th- randomly asked one of my friends if he wanted to come on, and he said, I don't really know anything about D&D, and I said, well, it could be an episode where I sort of just explain... Uh, the rules to someone who's really has no idea about it, so um, that would kind of be like if you were to ever explain the game to someone, just like things that you should include, hopefully maybe by the end um, we'll do a little scene or something, he can um, maybe draw up a character beforehand and we'll, and we'll act something out, but um, yeah, that's kind of where we're headed here. Um, I was, I think I had that lined up on Thursday and then and then he wanted to do it later, and then it just never ended up working out. And then I was going to do one the other day as well. But um, we're back in the closet here. Um, I uh, unfortunately don't get to use the little arm today for the microphone, but that's all right. Just using a beer box to set it on. Um, but yeah, today we're going to be talking about um, how to find fun in being a DM. And it's going to be different things for different people. Um, so first you gotta ask yourself, uh, why are you being the dungeon master in the first place? Is it an obligation? Is it just your turn to, uh, be the DM for the, for the friend group? Or, um, are you volunteering to run a game for some first timers? Um, or do you prefer to be the DM? Because I, I would say that I, um... I have minimal experiences being a player, so I'm definitely always willing to um, try that out because I'm sure the more that I get into that, I'll really enjoy it. Um, but for the most part, I've just been the DM. Um, so 
for me, at least at the moment, it is it's my preference. But if someone if someone offered, I would I would one hundred percent be uh, willing to take them up on playing or or helping them uh, get some experience being a DM. But yeah, you just kind of have to ask yourself uh, why you're doing it in the first place, and that's going to kind of help you uh, focus in on what you're going to be able to um, play around with and have fun with. Uh, so for me. Um, it's my preference, but if this is something that you're just doing, um, because your, your friend just, uh, has been doing a lot of, uh, DMing and you're giving him a break or you guys all take turns or something, um, if that's the angle that you're taking it, that it's a chore, then it's definitely going to be, uh, it's going to feel like it's work instead of like you are, um, like you are playing. Um, whenever I'm like planning stuff out, it, it's, I think I've said this before, but it's like almost as much fun as playing. If not, it is the same amount of fun. It's just a different kind. Um, I like to kind of just sit there and come up with fun stuff. And uh, maybe it pans out. Maybe it doesn't. Um, just kind of throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Uh, rewriting passages. All that stuff um, is what I enjoy about it. Um, and... Um, there, there definitely is time. It's not like every single time I sit down to plan, I'm like, um, uh, giddy, but there are definitely times when I'm like cramming 15 minutes before a session and I just have to throw something together or whatever. Um, that, that it feels a little bit more, more like work then. And that's not fun. I just have to, I just have to do something cause I can't really show up with nothing. Um, but yeah, I think it just has a lot to do with like the approach that you take to it. Um, so try to find at least some part of it that you enjoy. Um, there are parts of it that I don't really enjoy at times. I guess, um, I guess as a DM, a lot of like the scheduling of the events and stuff gets like, um, put on you because you can't really ever miss a session if you have enough players then sometimes people could just skip out but um unless you have like multiple people in your group who are running campaigns and stuff um the dm always has to be there so the scheduling kind of runs around you a lot and you kind of have to like find out when everyone's free and which is like you know i don't hate that part it's just a part of it that's like not fun i guess um there's um I don't know sometimes like I struggle to come up with stuff on the spot even now um I'm working on that but or like having conversations between two NPCs is something that I don't really um that I have to work on as well and maybe like that will be fun once I'm a little more comfortable with it but um like not every single aspect of it is um is my favorite but they're the the writing parts and the planning things out and um that's my favorite part and then I also really like my favorite part about being a DM is having little like one-on-one -on -one meetings with your players and talking about like your characters and um like what's going through their head right now um I had like an hour call with John um Dave and Nathan all just like talking about their characters we came up with a, that's where we came up with a lot of really cool ideas um so after that I added in a lot of stuff I wrote their character intros which were all really fun and, um, uh, so that's, like, my favorite parts of it is just, like, getting to talk about it outside of the game, writing stuff outside, um, and then when you get there and play, I also really enjoy, at, like, the end of a session, 
when everyone's like, wow, that was like, that was really fun. And I'm like, yeah, that was awesome, guys. Um, like when everyone, it kind of feels like you put successfully put something together. Um, and like, uh, all, all of that credit also goes to the players, but it, um, when you tell a story that everyone is really engaged with and you see people having fun with it and um, getting mad at your NPCs or getting excited with your NPCs or um, just even like talking amongst each other and having you step back from the game is also really fun and just watching that unfold. Um, so yeah, like uh, you'll find certain things that you like and you'll find certain things that you don't like and you kind of just have to play to your strengths until you're comfortable enough to then branch out and do the things that you're that you're not very comfortable. Like if you don't really like improvising, then you can start your um, first couple sessions with a lot of like planning done beforehand if that's going to make you feel comfortable, and then um, do little bits of improv in between. Don't go in with. Uh, two paragraphs for the whole session and expect you to play for two hours if you're nervous about improv. That's not to say write five pages. Um, I mean, I, sometimes I have written like five pages, but um, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying if you don't like improv, then don't rely on it. If you don't like writing all of your stuff out, then don't feel like you have to if your strength is improvising. Um, if you don't like having NPCs talk to each other, then don't set up conversations where that's going to happen. And then eventually you can just pick up on those things. Um, if you don't like doing voices, don't do voices. And then uh, maybe one of one of your NPCs has a voice. And then uh, you introduce another NPC later that has a voice. And you have like work with two or three. Um, a lot of my NPCs just sound like the way I'm talking right now just because I, can't, I don't have um, a toolbox full of uh, voices to pull from. Uh, but, uh, every once in a while I'll find one that's fun and, and run with it. Um, uh, but yeah, um, just kind of rely on your strengths and find out what things are gonna, are enjoyable to you. Um, and then, and then go with it that way. I mean, sometimes I, I do do sessions with, uh, Dave and, Dave and John where I don't come with anything planned and we just kind of see where it goes and, Everyone kind of just lowers their expectations a little bit. We're just trying to, like, have fun. Um, um, but, yeah, if um, you can just do that. If that's what all your friends are, if, uh, if that's what your friends find fun and that's what you can do, then um, don't feel like you have to write anything out. But, yeah, um, people are going to find um, that they appreciate different things about it, and that's why it's fun to play with different DMs because every one of them has a different kind of uh, play style or style that they uh, run their games for um, so that's why I think that um, oh sorry I think that it would be it's always fun like when I was watching uh, Nathan DM even one or two times I <clears throat> sorry um, I just kind of an off story here I went down to Tim Hortons this morning and I asked for a sausage um English sausage English muffin like with eggs and sausage and she's like okay and I was like in a hash brown and a large double double and she was like what was a drink and I was like a large double double and I said and a hash brown and then she charged me for two hash browns so I was like all right whatever I'll just get two hash browns but then the dude who was making the sandwich didn't give me two hash browns and I didn't open the bag right away because I just kind of tried to get out of Tim's 
and uh, all the way when I was walking home, I was like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna have two hash browns, and it's gonna be delish because they're my favorite hash browns. And I did not get my second hash brown, so I was kind of pissed about that. But what I did get instead of the English muffin was like the sandwich on two biscuits. And that was kind of a game changer as well. And I think that's going to be what I'm doing from now on is having the sausage and the eggs on a couple biscuits. Um, that's kind of my, maybe that's my sort of unsolicited advice is um, get a sandwich with a biscuit next time. Uh, don't get the, if you get a farmer's rep usually, set that aside for now and uh, try a biscuit. Um, but yeah. Back to uh, back to what Nathan was running. I I learned a lot of stuff from him about like uh, like how to improvise stuff for like a long time, and uh, the fun little tournament that he ran for us that was interesting as well, like wagering items. Um, and then John has only DM'd like two sessions, but his improvisation is also really fun. Um, the way that he opened up our the, the the way that he opened up the campaign was also really interesting where it was just like I think we were in like a dream or something and we were in a boat and there was someone else there and it was all just like we had no idea what was going on and so instantly we just had like all these questions for um, him and really just like got us curious about the world and um, Dave as well um, his intro with the boat keeping the way that he kept uh, things very small we, we the first like five or six sessions were just like on this pirate ship and we started off as like people who had been captured and we were trying to work our way sort of up the ranks and eventually we got in with like the captain and all that stuff and um it wasn't like we could just really run off we knew that like well like we had choices to make right off the bat it's like do we want to sort of just like try to kill everyone right off the bat and like take over the ship because we started level five and we were kind of like how if we just like really plan it out could we just kill everyone and take the ship and then start sailing around um and then we decided that we wanted to kind of befriend the captain because he didn't even seem like that bad of a dude um so yeah that fun that little environment was really fun as well so the three other i think i've only played with those three as a dm but um, playing with those three has all taught me something, and I'm looking forward to playing with more people and seeing what they uh, bring to the table. I'm hoping maybe I can get my cousin Simon on the podcast, but also uh, maybe to DM something for me sometime. Uh, maybe I'll hit him up over the Christmas break. Um, or if any of you guys want to DM for me, that would be amazing as well. Um, that, that could kind of be fun um, if people wanted to like do a zoom session or something just like uh try out some stuff i'm sure like john and nathan and dave would love to play or we could get some other people um of course you can also send me an email at dungeon master pod i'll just plug it right now and then we can forget about it because uh you're not going to email me anyways it's okay guys dungeon master pod at gmail.com it's a obligatory shameless plug uh 15 minutes into the sode um, but, uh, yeah, anyone, uh, anyone wants to play some D&D sometime, I'm down. Any, basically any time, because I don't have a job, and I don't have, I'm not in school, so, that's, that's fun. Um, so, uh, dun, 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 let me take a look at my notes here. Um, oh, yeah, so, like, 
the prep is something that you can get a lot of fun out of, or like talking outside of the game with your players. All really fun as well. Um, sort of, I talked a little bit about like the fun of role playing, but like, um, and like improvising and stuff like that. But that can be like some of my favorite aspects is like is when you get really into like a scene or something, and you don't have to go back and look at your notes like I'm doing right now. But when you can kind of just go on and talk for five minutes and everything sort of seems natural and and you've got some joke going on or um, uh, maybe there's like some serious moments and uh, people are describing their backstories or talking about um, the people that they used to know or something like that. That stuff is all like an aspect of D&D that I never really knew existed um, until I started like listening to it and playing it and stuff like that, but that can be like really fun. And as a DM, you're so- kind of uh, setting up the pieces for that conversation to happen. Um, so the the NPCs that you are introducing, like if you have, let's say if you have like a DMPC or you have uh, someone who's kind of just following them around for a while, or you have like recurring uh, NPC that you um, that you have, as long as I think I've said this before, but find NPCs or voices or tones or like a phrase that you can use that brings them to life and makes them enjoyable to play as for you. Um, I guess an example of that for me would be like, I think I've talked about Kyle. It's just like this um, douchey guy, um, kind of like a skater dude, I guess. Um, he's always really fun to play as, um, and Bernard, obviously, um, and then I'm just kind of finding, um, we've only had two sessions of this high school campaign, but a lot of the people that we've, that we've had already have been really fun, like, um, uh, I don't know if we've talked since the last, uh, I don't think I've recorded since we played our last, uh, our last game, but playing as Kaya's, uh, dog Malik has just been really fun. Um, because I always joke around that, like, um, he's like the talking dog that you are not supposed to, like, no talks, but I, (laughs) I've been, like, having him talk, like, whenever there's a stranger around, he's just like, he's like, hey, can I talk to you guys for a second over here? And everyone's just like, wait, what? And, like, I'm not gonna ever get them in trouble for it, because it's just, like, a funny joke that I always like to bring up with him, but... And, like, John get, John gets, like, really, he's like, shut up, man. And I'm like, oh, okay, sorry, sorry, man, sorry. I'm tra- I'll try to keep it down. Just tell me, if I, you catch me talking too much, just uh, just let me know. Give me a wave. And he's like, you're doing it right now. And he's like, okay, okay, sorry. It's just, like, we like to go on like that a couple times. Um, this is just me role-playing as two people. <laughs> me role-playing as John's character. Um, but, yeah, like, th- that's always really fun. Um, the... Uh, Clydesdale, fucking what's his name? Jameson Clydesdale has been really fun. Uh, who else? Um, there's some people who I'm going to introduce in the upcoming session that I'm going to have to fiddle in with some voices and some personalities and stuff uh, later on today. But I'm hoping to get a couple a couple good ones here because I I expect them to be sticking around for a while. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to put some thought into what those people are going to look and sound like and um so they seem so they seem more real instead of um just like another name uh to remember uh so yeah just finding those people that you enjoy to play as and that you're comfortable speaking up and um 
because if conversation starts to like die down and you want to have like a a long like role playing moment or something like that, you can just use them to elicit more conversation out of your party or spark something up again. Just you know, people people that you can easily just like fall into character and bring that up. Uh, what episode? Oh, you know what? I did not. I did not bring a. Uh, I feel okay. Last time I recorded, I brought a D twenty into here, and um, I may have taken it back into the other room, or I may be sitting on it or something. I was gonna roll for a session. Huh. And I don't really want to get up and go to the other side of the house. <sighs> because it's kind of tight in this closet, getting in and out. Uh, I guess I can just power through. We, you know what? I'll roll on D&D Beyond. That's fine. We'll roll it on uh, Ramona's thing. We'll roll it on something she has plus zero in. So nature. Uh, plus zero nature for a druid. You love to see it. All right, let's give it a roll. Three... Nice. Three plus zero to a nature check. That's gonna... If you're doing a... If you're getting a three on a nature check and you're a druid, um, I think that animal might have to attack you. I think there's no way around it. Uh, you scared this creature, and it's going to take it out on your face. Sorry, Ramona. Um, rolled poorly for the podcast. We'll just have to plow through. Or maybe I go up and get the dice and try to do a redemption roll. Nah, never mind. Um, but yeah, um, finding those characters who who you enjoy to roleplay as um, makes it more easy to just uh, jump into that roleplay really quick. Uh, what episode is this, guys? Uh, this is number 15. I think here I have... Uh, okay, no, yeah, 15. Here we go. Episode 15. We've come a long way. Um... Yeah, I noticed that a lot of people, I think, like, it makes sense, but, like, the first episode that they listened to of this podcast is episode one, um, and I haven't listened to it back, I feel like, since I recorded it, basically, so I don't know what people are here, like, listening to, and I feel like, um, starting at episode one is a bad... Uh, it's literally just me figuring out how to put shit in GarageBand and, like, um, and whatever, so, uh, please, I guess I can't really tell you don't listen to episode one, but if you're, if you're starting here, you started at a good place, um, and then work your way back through, episode one will be, like, funny because it's bad, but if you start there, you're gonna be like, this is just a bad podcast, so please don't, please don't start there, and if you didn't, or if you did start there and you're still here, then bravo. Uh, shout out to my day ones and my day twos as well. Shout out to the day twos. We seem to have a lot of day threes as well. Um, and then we sort of start to fall off after that. Um, working on getting some chords for the soundboard so I can I can start to uh, do some voices with it. Like actually like change my voice, which will be really fun. I don't, I've never really looked into whether I can do it like on GarageBand. I feel like, I, like, is there something I could press here that just, like, drops my voice? Narration vocal. I, like, I would have to pause it and start, like, fucking with it. I guess. Robot vocal. Hold on. Wait, let me try something really quick. Alright, so this is just a little experimentation. I don't know what's gonna happen here. It could just be my voice normally. But, uh, I'm gonna give it a listen. Uh, I don't know if I should I listen to it right now, or should I just, uh, 
release it. No, okay, I'm gonna test her out because then we can start having some fun with this bad boy. Oh, okay. Now, now, now we've accessed some things that I didn't know existed. Now, let me try out another one. Hello? Yeah, hey, this is Theo. Uh, we're on Dungeon Master's Apprentice here. Just uh, calling to say um, you didn't have a guest on today, and it, it was kind of just weird listening to hear you um, talking to yourself the whole time. And, uh, you know, when you were role-playing as John, that was kind of weird. Um, he's probably going to feel uncomfortable with that and even more uncomfortable that you're talking about it. It's sort of like a meta-textual, meta-podcast conversation. And now you're talking to yourself on your own podcast in a telephone voice. Anyways, doesn't really make any sense. Uh, left you a, a one-star review on Apple Podcasts. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to fuck you. Listen to episode one. Wow, shout out to our first caller. Uh, that dude sounded actually really mean, now that I think about it. Um, fuck. Well, maybe he'll, maybe he'll email in uh, an apology. Or um, Wow, yeah, looking at the review, he did leave a one-star review. It was actually, actually really mean. Fuck. I'm going to have to see if there's like any way I can delete that, because um, there's no way I can have these words on. Yeah, okay, this is... <sighs> All right, give me one sec. I have to, I have to do something. Okay, um, fuck. I feel like I did something, and now it's gonna fuck. All right, fuck. I gotta stop doing this. All right, that's enough fucking around. Let's get down to business. We're not here to have fun. We're here to talk about how to have fun. Okay. Fuck. Uh, okay. No, for real. Um, uh, when you're sitting down at the table. Um, you're role-playing at the table. Try to find people that you have fun playing as. Try to fuck around. I'll try to fuck around with those voices maybe in a more fun way. When I have the board, I'll be able to, like, do that better. Um, but when... But when I'm doing, like, uh, fucking Facebook audio calls with, uh, with the guys, I'll be able to change those voices on the fly. Uh, or I'll be able to change which um, ear the sound is coming through for them if they have, like, their headphones in. So it'll... If I'm... Um, having a conversation between two NPCs, I can have it sound like one's coming from over here and one's coming from over here, um, and they would actually and it would actually change on the thing. I'm not going to do it now because that sounds like a fucking editing nightmare. Oh wait, can I? Oh, so if one NPC was like talking over here, and like another one was over here, then they could have like a conversation with each other. I don't know if this works, but we will see. Hmm. This is just me fucking around with GarageBand, which I shouldn't be because before before I came on, before I said recording, I was actually having a really hard time. Something got fucked up. I'm I really don't know a whole lot about this thing, but it wasn't picking up on it wasn't picking up on my sound at all. The fucking little wave things that show how big my voice is are also all kind of fucked up right now. So I don't really know what I did, but all right, this is just I guess. This is probably worse than episode one because it's not even me like figuring out how to do a podcast for the first time, and it's kind of like you get to watch me like learn how to walk, uh, as it were. This is just me like being out, like just fucking around. This isn't even. Um, I, and again, I don't even know if people like listening to me fuck around. If they're like, I I only like when he talks about um, how to be a better writer or how to um, make people how to make your players nervous. <laughs> um, no, the reason that I said that is, um, 
uh, I like to um, make your players nervous and like role play by like if you have like this long speech um, written out. I think I read it one one back on um, at my writing the writing episode. I um, I will look it up so you can if you haven't heard it you can go back and listen. It's probably one of my favorite apps because it's about a topic that I really enjoy. It was all the way back in episode seven. Um, so yeah, if you haven't listened to that one, uh, when you get the, when you get, maybe fall asleep to it tonight or something, I don't know, my soothing voice, and then, um, then play back this one again, and you can fall asleep to, uh, me leaving myself a voicemail, um, but no, I, uh, so, like, writing out, there, I had a, I had a, uh, whole speech written out in that one, where I was kind of just, like, intimidating the players and thinking that, like, this guy had all the cards, uh, and he kind of did, uh, but they were, they, they, were end up uh, tricking him back and and uh, caught him on his heels and gained his trust. Um, but those long, intimidating speeches were, are always um, fun moments. Um, or also just like rolling a dice and and then having the player like, wait, do you just do you just roll? It's like, um, yeah. It's like, what what was that for? It's like, um, you might find out. I don't know. Anyways, just move on. Uh, but yeah, that stuff is always really fun because you don't. The players can certainly. Ma- I've been. I've had players make me nervous, and but um, you can really strike the fear of God into your into your players because the D the DM can't die. The players the players can't. Their characters can die. I guess you can kill your player. You know what? I feel like I've talked about how to kill your whole part. Okay, I didn't. I should. Good thing I didn't name that like how to kill all your players or something. Because um, that would be misleading. Um, but uh, similar to finding um, NPCs that you enjoy to play as that your party likes, um, it's also really fun to play as characters that your party loves to hate. Because they will just like, they will take that and they will run with it and they will hurl their insults. And make fun of them for like fifteen minutes if if they could until you tell them to move on. Um, like um, Nathan was just getting absolutely riled up by um, by the other the other member of his species. Ooh, I just got an email. Let's check it out. Exam results already. The low was sixty. Wait, that's an F. Someone got a sixty. Final exam produced a fire. By far the highest average and median grades of the term. Congratulations. And there's a fact that comes up every time I hover my mouse over. Congratulations. You can see your individual exams on Acorn, including the correct answers in my specific comments. Course grades will be posted in the registrar in the next few days. Why don't we kind of just take a trip into Acorn and check out what I got on my exam? This could kind of be like, I might have to cut this out if if I didn't do well, but we will see. (laughs) All right, what do we got? I got a 74. I will fucking take that because I did not pay any attention to that course whatsoever. Um, It was fucking a stupid philosophy course. And I like philosophy, but that one was hard as shit. And I didn't like it. And uh, fuck that. Um, While we're here, why don't we see if any of my grades are posted? This is probably bad radio. Uh, While I'm like... while I'm doing this, I'll say that um, I was supposed to have my last exam on Sunday, and then Acorn, which I'm just talking about now, crashed for like the for like the entire afternoon. 
which was when my exam was supposed to be, and it was like all online. And, um, okay, hold on one sec. Uh, view transcript. And yeah, it crashed, and they had to reschedule my exam. Uh, ooh, I got a B in one of my classes. Uh, that's not bad. That's the only thing I have back, but I will take it. I will absolutely take it because it was a um, class that. Wait, what? 8, 3, 6, 9, 12. 1, 2. Am I going to have enough hours to fucking graduate? I fucking better. I don't know. Um. Okie doke, we don't need to we don't need to go into this any further, but yeah, the the website crashed. They had to reschedule it for the next day. And I was pissed uh about that for sure. But um yeah, I got uh, the the Sunday was like the day I was looking forward to for so long. December 20th was like circled on my calendar. Uh, the day before, I was getting... It was, like, day before Christmas on Saturday. I was like, I can't wait. I'm just going to get this exam done with tomorrow, and then I'm going to be a free man. And then uh, I get this email. It's like, Acorn is down for now. Please stand by for updates uh, concerning exam times. And then I tried to go on, and I couldn't. And there's just, like, this whole thing, and then it got rescheduled. So, uh. Actually, the exam was supposed to be Saturday, and then I was going to do a paper on Sunday. And I ended up doing the paper on Saturday and Sunday and the exam on Monday. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's fucking stupid. But yeah, I guess a B is pretty good. I'll take a B. Um, but yeah, players, um, NPCs that your players love to hate, um, still just rip on you. And that's always really fun. You get to have some really funny moments. Um, like when me and, like when Nimbus and Harlow were ripping on uh some dude uh we had found like some kid's child lost in like a desecrated town and our sort of quest was to bring him back to his father and um we eventually did find the boy's father and um for whatever reason me and nathan just started going in on this dude we were like you're such a shitty father for letting this kid get away. Like, look, he, like he's covered in dirt. Why don't you have enough money to like feed him? He's so skinny. Like, it was like we we're just having fun, but like we just absolutely like destroying this dude, making fun of him. And we went on for like a couple minutes where the dude was just like, um, okay, I don't know. What you, sorry, bye. And then, like Dave was just trying to like move on. We we're like, no, 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 come back. We're not done here. Like, we're gonna give you a piece of our mind, you little shit. And <laughs> um, it was so funny. Um, to play as so having those like if we saw that dude again we would have just gone in on him like twice as hard so those characters that um your party loves to hate are just um i always recommend having those around even though it's basically your friends making fun of you not you but like they're making they're like saying mean stuff to you and you have to reply but it's uh it's uh pretty funny um oh i'm accidentally opening bright's text messages and now he's now he's mad because i he thinks i left him on red he said oh bright who is the person who um might come on the podcast who doesn't know anything about D. he said this is a little preview actually into what um into what you might get if he comes on um he said rum to tutor that's his name his the most fantastical tutor of all this is cats this is your cue to sing a song from cats and then 15 minutes later, he just goes, brutal. Uh, I think we have to give him a reply. Sorry, I'm telling my audience about 
how bad your jokes are. Send. Cool. Hopefully he's not pissed. Um, and hopefully when he actually he's not gonna listen to it anyways. Even if he does come on, um, I think he's just gonna go in. He's gonna go in head first. Uh, but yeah, role playing is only a part of um, what makes being a DM fun. And because you're playing so many characters, you just have more of an opportunity to do it. And it's not like you... I mean, DM can definitely steamroll their players, but um, you're sort of the one carrying the story along, so you're going to have more opportunities to do that kind of stuff. Um, whereas, like, if... Sometimes when I've been a player, I I've, I haven't want to, like, step on the toes of, like, everyone. So... In like a conversation between an NPC and a party, um, someone from the party is going to be speaking to the NPC, who's played by the DM, and the DM is always going to be the one responding to the party. So if you're having like this back and forth conversation, if it's only one person from the party talking to the DM, well, the DM is still doing fifty percent of the role playing. Where there's like, and if there's three other players, those two other players are kind of sitting off by themselves. So trying to get that conversation between the three of them. Like having one person say, I ask a question, and another person asks questions, and then this person says something else, um, is like how it how to balance that out sometimes. But um, I f I found that as a player, I I was really trying not to be, and like answer the questions on behalf of the party, sort of just like sit back and and let some the other people jump in because um, uh, I as as a DM, I was used to that fifty percent of the conversation role, so. Whenever someone asked a question, it sort of felt like I had to step up and answer it. But then I had to be like, "Oh no, um, I'm not speaking on behalf of the party. Um, what, someone else, t someone else, take this one." I uh, I spoke to the last person. Um, so yeah, uh, but if you do like to have that fifty percent of the conversation, then that's where you're gonna uh, find the enjoyment in in being a DM. Is you get to you get to you're not again you're not a player, but uh, you get to do a lot more playing. If that, make, if that makes any sense. Um, and you get to do it in different ways, and it's all very fun. And um, another thing that's very uh, different, and you get to do a lot more of when you're, at, um, when you're a DM is combat. Uh, when you, you get to pick, you basically get to pick where how much combat there's going to be in a session unless your players are like, all right, I want to attack the shopkeeper, and then all of a sudden you have to come up with some, with some stats on the fly or whatever. But generally, you're going to be like, Okay, they they're gonna have two combat encounters here. This one is maybe avoidable, but they're probably gonna have two. So, or you could, or you can just be like, okay, today I don't really feel like having some combat, so we're not, I'm not gonna plan out any combat. Um, or you can be like, we're just gonna do combat the whole time. Um, and then when and when you're in it, um, oh, my fucking I'm crisscross applesauce right now in my closet, and my knees are starting to get a little sore, so I'm just ugh, stretching here. But um, when you actually are in combat, you get to facilitate it. I'm going to pick up my mic here and lean back. It's probably awful sound here. Just wait till I get comfortable. Take a sip of my Tim Hortons coffee. The one thing they did get right. <laughs> mm. My hash brown was cold too. And that's getting cold. Um, but yeah, you get to facilitate the combat. You get to all the monsters. You get, like, if you like rolling dice, 
uh, be a DM because you'll never have to roll so many dice in your entire life. Um, especially if you have like, if you have like six players, so that means you probably have to have a bunch of like, you have like four owl bears or some shit that you have to like roll for, and maybe you have like a couple goblins on the side, and you have like the big boss, so like you get to roll a lot of damage. Um, um, you get to um. Or, like, not even for the bad guys. You can, like, roll for your good guys, too. You can have your DMPC. Like, when, if, sometimes I, f I feel like um, when I'm a DM and I'm, like, rolling the dice, it doesn't really matter because it's, like, a one is interesting sometimes for something to happen because um, the bad guy can really fuck up and uh, gives a good chance for their players. Um or you can roll a nat 20 for the monster and you just get to do a bunch of damage, but it's not like, it's not like when a player rolls a nat 20 or anything where it feels like you've like succeeded or whatever, or like triumphed, triumphed, triumphed. Sorry, I'm just like uncomfortable in this closet. I'm going to readjust it back to my original position. <sighs> but, um, but if you have, if you do have a DMPC, if you're, if that's, um, I, I don't want to speak on on behalf of my uh, players, but I think that things usually go better when when we have one, just because it gives someone to, um, like, uh, for example, Ramona can always ask an important question if like no, if no one's picked up on it or anything, or um, or if there's a detail about a character's backstory that I want to bring up in the session, then I can have Ramona ask about that thing. Um, so, um, that's, uh, but then again, if I'm in combat and I'm playing as Ramona and I roll a nat 20 on a, um, on a, uh, is that guiding bolts? I think, um, she's got guiding bolts. I think that's a range attack spell. Let me go check. Cause I don't want people adding me. Actually, please at me. No one has ever added me. Nope. You know what? She doesn't get it because I changed her subclass. Uh, so I can't find out, unfortunately. Um, she is a, um, I think I've explained this before, she's a half, she's a half elf on her character sheet, um, but her actual race is half elf, half tiefling, and I don't think that's really possible, but uh, again, please add me. Um, but uh, I decided that her subclass is going to be um, Circle of Spores Druid, but I'm going to flavor it as... Um, a, like a smoky thing. It'll be like Circle of Smoke Druid because she's kind of like a stoner, but it's also just like um, she's a tiefling, or at least a half tiefling. Huh? Um, so I wanted there to be some sort of like fire uh, flavor to it, but I didn't want to be Circle of Wildfire because, I mean, uh, John plays that in the Hellboys campaign, that the, imp the fully improvised one uh, that I run. And I didn't really want to duplicate on that. Uh, and the wild shape is, was kind of like hard to... Like I just wasn't very familiar with it. A lot of the druid subclasses are uh, really like complicated and in-depth. And which is which I think is really good. And if I were to play a character, I would... Like the reason that I think I made Ramona a druid is because I've always wanted to play one. Um, and so this... And I never, and I never had a... Uh, I mean, I had one NPC that was, like, a druid, but he never really got to do a whole lot. Um, 
but I wanted to play one for a long time because I never had. Um, but a lot of the subclasses get like really complicated, like Circle of Stars Druid. You get like you have your star thing. You like it's either like a map or like a compass or some shit. Like it's like a, I think it's called a star map. And then you can and then whenever you go into your starry form, there's like three different forms that you can take, and each one gives you a different. Um, like boost depending on what it is and they're they're pretty good one of them is like every time you use a healing spell you can heal yourself or another person for a d8 so you could do a cure wounds or a healing word as a bonus action on someone heal another person for a d8 and then you could use an action to do something which which is a, a, a excellent action economy and then you have your spores as a reaction which like Oh, no, now I'm getting shit mixed up. Um, no, but um, the thing about the Spores one is that I've listened to uh, Nadpod a lot, so I kind of know all of the thing, the things that are built into it and how, like, the Wild Shape works and how the Spores work. And, Na and Nathan's played as well. And I know I just said that the reason that I didn't do the Wildfire one is because that John was just playing it. Um... And I guess I'm not really doing the spores, I'm just using the mechanics for it. But I'm doing, like, instead of spraying spores, it's going to be, like, a cloud of smoke, I guess. Or, like, ash or dust. Not dust, like, like, uh, like it's charcoal or whatever the fuck. Um, it's going to be like that. And then I guess, like, and instead of, like, a fungal form, it'll be, like, a, a smoky form. Uh, she'll probably just get, like, it'll probably just get cooler and cooler as it goes up. She'll probably just be, like... At first, like, there'll just be, like, a silhouette of smoke, like, coming off of her or something. Um, or, like, her shadow is, like, a little bit smoky or whatever. Or, but, and then eventually maybe she'll, she'll be able to do some really cool stuff with it. I'll flavor it in different ways. If you have any ideas for this circle of smoke, uh, druid, I guess I said I wasn't going to plug the email again, so never mind. Um, I was going to do, I was going to do circle of stars. Um, because it, it is interesting, and I think that if I was to play a druid myself as a player, I would do, like, the Circle of Stars, or the Circle of, um, like, one of the, one of those new ones, or maybe find, like, some homebrew thing, um, and try, and, uh, if give it was balance or something, or, and tweak that a little bit, like we sort of did with John's, uh, boxer thing, but, um, I just I think I wanted to keep it simple for for this one because when I was playing Gwen and Bernard who are a cleric and a wizard respectively uh they had so like by the time they were getting up there they just had so many spells and abilities like um that I just didn't really have the chance to like memorize them on top of like all my planning and um the other like the as as your players level up your monsters can't really you can't just write like okay for a lot of the battles that i do with like low level um low level parties are right down like okay we're the first they'll fight like uh, a giant scorpion if i'm just trying to like come up with some like usually i'll pull from like the player's handbook or something or i'll google something but if, or, okay, a better example would be, like, a guard. If I was going to have some guards, so I'd be like, all right, they'll have uh, 15 AC and, uh, I don't know, 22 health, a plus 3 to hit, and they'll roll 
a d8, you know, and they'll have one attack, and then I can just kind of write that down. But when your when your party is like level 12, 13, 14, and upwards, you can't really just write down. Okay, uh, I mean you can, but um, they're gonna find ways to get past it pretty easily if you're just like, all right, uh, 19 to hit or 19 AC, uh, 70 HP, and uh, plus 8 to hit, and they'll do 3d6 or whatever. Um, you, that's a pretty basic combat for people who are going to have a lot of abilities and stuff. So that's when you start having to pull like some more complicated monsters and casters out. Um, because there's nothing better then when you first introduce a caster like monster to your players and like wait what how come they get to cast spells like you guys aren't the only ones like uh like sorry uh they're gonna counterspell your shit they yeah like yeah you're not the only person in the world that uh that has counterspell um but if when you're trying to remember all of that stuff and they're they're gonna have like some abilities and legendary resistances eventually and legendary actions if you have like we had two uh, DMPCs because we only had two players and we were kind of just like filling out the party and stuff. Um, but in that instance, I didn't have all of their uh, traits and uh, stats and their um, like. I would probably uh, often forget to like rerolls for Bernard, uh, reroll ones for Bernard or something, or I would forget that uh, Gwen adds like her modifier again for her healing because she was like a life domain cleric or something. There was a lot of that stuff that I should have been using that I just didn't make use of. And so this time around, um, I wanted Ramona to be something that I was um, familiar with, but also still versatile and able to heal the party. Because, I mean, um, Nathan did take a first level alchemist at first so he could get cure wounds and armor efficiencies, but we let him sort of retcon that. And now he's just level two wizard. Um Instead of level one alchemist, level one, uh, not alchem, not alchemist, fucking artificer. He was a level one artificer and a level one uh, wizard originally, and then we, and then I let him switch to just level two wizard. Um, and uh, he did have cure wounds originally on that player or on that uh, character, but I um. Uh, now he does not have cure wounds, and so no one on no one in the part. I guess we do have a paladin. I guess so. Um, certainly some heals there. Not really like a, not really a primary healer though. And I don't think that that is um uh, how Dave wants to play him. I don't think I don't think he wanted to be a healer. Otherwise, I don't think he would have went paladin. I think he's in, more into like the smites and the and the other stuff. Oh, he needs to level up his character. <laughs> Dave, get on that. We're playing soon. We're not playing soon. We're playing like nine hours. Um, but yeah, so that'll be helpful for heals. Just like so, combats can be a little bit longer as well. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be useful for them to have like circle of spores. Druids could do a lot of damage. Um, they get their temporary HP. Um, with their symbiotic entity. I don't know, like, I don't know what I'm going to call a symbiotic entity for the smoke thing. I'm going to have to come up with, like, names for all of this shit. Like, Hail of Smoke I can do, that's fine. Um, symbiotic entity is a pretty cool name. I'm going to have to work hard to top that. Um, but yeah, she has, like, feats as well, and remembering all those feats is going to be, like, difficult. So, I'm just try trying to keep it basic right now. 
Um, so I'm not like neglecting, um, or not making full use of these characters that I've that I've given to my players, um, because then that's just kind of puts them at a disadvantage um, a little bit. But um, yeah, uh, combat. If you like combat and you like mechanics and you like rolling dice, then being a DM gives you a lot more chance to be able to do that. Obviously. Um, and it just helps you uh, practice how to run stuff. Um, helps you practice like while you're rolling dice or while you're waiting for someone to do something. You're thinking of what's. Sorry, we got the. Mm, mm, this coffee, this Tim's coffee. Mmm. Lukewarm coffee. Delish. Um, but yeah, if you enjoy combat and you want to be like heavily involved in it and facilitating it and stuff like that, um, um, f uh, fuck. Let that be a source of enjoyment for your, for your DMings. Uh, look up cool enemies with cool abilities. Uh, because as a player, you're, like, you get new abilities and stuff when you level up, or you can switch around your spells if you have a certain class that allows you to do that. But for a lot of the time, you're just like, like if you're a fighter, uh, you're just like, okay, I'm gonna, like, maybe you get to second wind every once in a while, or you get to action surge, which is, action surge is maybe, like, my favorite, like, ability. Um, but uh, when you are an, when you're a DM, you get to use a lot of variety of different things. You get to look up cool stuff, like the the Green Knight of the Woods that I mentioned, like probably way back on episode. I can look it up here actually. Um, episode four: Pacing and Communicating. Um, I talked about the Green Knight of the Woods. Um, and you can, there's so much other cool stuff like that that's available online or in the DMs book or, or, or what have you. Ugh. So you get to, uh, play around with a, with a wide variety of things. And just keep in mind that, um, it's not, when you're in combat, it's not you versus the players necessarily. I mean, because you are playing as DMPCs sometimes, or NPCs, and you don't, like, if you wanted to kill your players, you could kill your players. But that doesn't mean that you can't still, at the same time, uh, be strategic. Um, your job is to put your players in a scenario where they have to be strategic, which uh, which oftentimes involves you having to be strategic in the first place to set this up. Because, again, if you're just writing down eight, 19 AC plus 8 to hit and 3d6 damage... Your players are like, okay, we know we know what's going on. Uh, you take that side of the room. I'll take this side of the room. You go up there and shoot down on them, which should be good. Like that's a, like that. That's them being strategic. But if you throw in something like that, it's like, okay, um, they are able to dodge all ranged spells, or like um, they have like some sort of like um, uh, magic shield, like a uh, I can't remember what it's called. There's like a really cool six level spell that Dave used to use all the time on me, where just like any spell of like fifth level or lower or sixth level or lower just like doesn't work um it's like a magic um aura i guess uh but if uh yeah if the bad guy has that then now your player's like okay well what's the sorcerer gonna do now that none of his spells are gonna be effective then 
that's um, some strategy on your part, and that invites them that the players to also have to work a little harder. So that's um, I think that's your role as the combat. You're not trying to win. Um, and then again, if you're your DMPCs, um, if you put your characters in a position where you're like, I may have made this encounter too hard. Now the strategy for you is to how do we get out of this so I didn't just unfairly kill my players, or you know how am I going to spin this? How can I use the pieces that are in front of me or the cards in my hand to get them out of this um, while not just being like, okay, whoops, made this too hard. Uh, why don't we just uh, he can he had a heart attack and died and you guys are got out of there real lucky and i was just like okay that kind of like if the combat is just like every time we get too close to death um we can we'll just succeed anyways and that's not very fun so just keeping it within that very thin uh balance between uh difficult and challenging and but also um achievable um because I think the best battles are the ones that you shouldn't have won, but you did. And uh, the, the the there are also fun battles where you just get to beat the shit out of people. And, like, they have, like, 12 AC and you're just, like, hitting every time. Like, that, yeah, that's, that's fun as well. But if that's all you're doing, then uh, your wins never feel very satisfying. Um, I realize we're getting close to an hour here, so I just wanted to finish it off. Um, with a little, with a little something that I've been trying out recently. Um, as I know, we're all, you, you know, doing these online sessions, um, uh, especially around Christmas, people are, are traveling back home and stuff, and it's just, you know, not really a safe time to be getting together with people depending on where you are. Uh, but, and, uh, I remember back in when we when I first started playing in like January February um, March every Thursday night like five or six people would come over and like sometimes people who weren't even playing would come over and just like hang out and stuff so there would be like eight or nine of us um, would all come over to my small ass apartment and we would everyone would bring over you know like a case of beer or whatever um, we would all I would rearrange the room you know like Nathan would drive down from um, wherever the fuck he lives and, um, help me set, like, help me set up all the chairs and we would get ready and we would maybe, like, order a pizza or whatever and it just felt like it was such, like, an occasion and then, like, I was, like, the day I woke up, I, like, just got so, like, excited that we were, everyone was gonna come over and, and play and it was gonna be, like, I don't think that was even just, like, the novelty of D&D. I think that playing with everyone in person is something that we don't get to do a lot anymore and it definitely takes away a little bit um i'm not gonna lie like it's just not the same i'm sure you guys are aware of that as well but if there's any way that you can try to make your sessions more of an occasion again um uh really tr uh brings back of the uh the fun for me uh so you know not really like marking it down your calendar or whatever but you know, like, setting out, like, a few days ahead, be like, hey, guys, like, let's do it at, uh, nine o'clock on Tuesday, we're gonna have an event, and, um, you know, like, everyone gets on, you talk, like, a talk for a while, it's always fun when everyone's, like, having some drinks, or, and, um, I, like, um, I think there are just ways to make your distance sessions a little more fun and enjoyable, and just bringing more enthusiasm to it, um, and, um, 
when uh, when I'm playing with um, Nathan and Dave and uh, and John, we usually don't do cameras on. But I feel like it would it might be a little bit more fun if we if we turned our cameras on for those and sort of had like a little Skype thing. Um, just make it seem a little bit more like um, like we're all there together. Um, because um, I mean, I've had one session that's been with everyone who's in the room a lot like I did that in early September and then before that it was like March so um oh sorry I have to sneeze maybe oh good thing I muted the mic for that one that was ugh. um fuck yeah, I don't... What are my mom... My mom's texting me. Me, mom? Can you take a call? Oh, shit. Um... Uh... Um... Yeah, I'm just... Hold on, I'll just pause the recording, and then we'll get back to it. And we're back about 12 minutes later, after a call with my mother. Um... I'm looking at my... The little bit that I just recorded here. It looks a little bit different than usual. I hope I didn't fuck up the episode, but... I don't know. Um, anyways, um, yeah, I just, uh, I can't remember quite how much I said about, uh, that last whole thing there, but yeah, just try to, uh, hype up your D&D sessions a little bit more, and, um, make it more of, of an event, and that will definitely make it, uh, make it more fun for you, especially as a DM, makes it more rewarding when everyone, um, you know, is getting around, and everyone's waiting, and you, uh, you know, you open up your little recap, or, or whatever, and, um, you know, it also just helps you get immersed too, instead of just like everyone hops on, you know, at some, it's like, I could do it right now if you want. It's like, all right. And just, and you hop on and it's like, oh, how's it going? It's like, uh, I'm about to go to work in two hours or whatever. It's like, oh, okay, well, let's squeeze something in here. Like, um, if that's like, I'll take that session any day of the week, but I would so much rather more take, you know, like the, the one we have tonight where, um, you know, like most of my day is going to be planning that. Um, and then, you know, I'm recording this here, so, um, there's a lot of build up, build up to this here, uh, this year's session, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and I know it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, the last two sessions of this campaign have been, um, amazing, and I can't, uh, can't wait to get fired up again. Um, but anyways, uh, I don't want to keep you guys any much, uh, longer. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. We've had a, a huge week in terms of listens it says that um if this is you hit me up because um and even if it wasn't you hit me up as well but it was on i think saturday um i woke up and just to see if anyone had uh, listened to the night before because I didn't, I didn't think anything had budged in a while and I hadn't posted an episode in a couple of days as well. But there was 14 new uh, listens. I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of like a lot um, overnight, especially because um, sometimes I feel like I'll have like, well, how much did I do this week? Uh, okay, uh, my lowest week. The, okay, the week before I did 11 plays total for the, from the December 2nd to the 8th. And then randomly on like the ninth, no, it's not the ninth. I was like the fifteenth or something. No, this is it was on the nineteenth, I think. Um, fucking yeah, I had fourteen new plays, and it was one on each episode. So it wasn't like like a bunch of people f just happened to find it at that night and listened to like um, 
of random episodes over. It's like every episode had been played once. It's like, okay, that's kind of weird, but cool. And then I checked again. That was like at like 10. Then I checked again at like 1 maybe. And there had been like eight more plays. And I was like, what the... F-? And I checked and it was like, again, one on every one except for like the last six. And then when I checked like half an hour later, the later uh, six had been played. I was like, that's so weird that it got worked through like one by one and in an amount of time where it's not possible to listen to every single, because like one of them is like an hour and 30 minutes. Like it doesn't make sense that they got through them that quick. So I feel like someone just like clicked on every single episode, which I mean like, thank you, but also why? And um, if you want (laughs) to, if you want to tell me the answer to that, I would be interested to find out. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that contributed to like 28 plays, but, um, we had 43 plays, um, from December 16th to 22nd, which is amazing because we only have 262 total. That's a, that was a huge chunk in one week. And I'm, um, there's been a lot of people from the States as well. So shout out to my fellow North Americans. Um, we got like a couple people, at least in Washington and Texas, uh, I think a couple people in Indiana, California, Massachusetts, New York, Ohio, North Carolina. And then again, I'll shout out my Canadian friends again, my Brazilian friends, um, my British friends, India, Chile, South Africa, Australia, Singapore, Germany, Denmark. Don't know if any of those guys are still listening or if that was just like a one, some dude from like Germany or whatever um, accidentally clicked on the podcast one time. And now um, I have this delusion that um, I'm... I'm popular in, in Germany or whatever. Uh, but if you do, guys, um, are listening, uh, provide any feedback. The five-star um, the five star ratings are huge. Also, the reviews, like when you leave uh, fucking words instead of just a star, um, that also is super helpful as well. Um, and again, shout out to that one dude uh, who still has it. Um, my mom just followed my... Uh, accepted my friend request. Let's see what she's got. Three days ago, Christmas drinks by the fire, and it's um, the fireplace uh, foregrounded by a glass of red. And then December 31st, 2018 is the last post. So eh, a little bit of a gap there, but it's, just, it's her and her friends. No caption. No caption required, honestly. Um, glad to be her 44th follower. Who else has she got? Uh, cool, 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 cool. Who's this? Oh, Mike Weeb. Nice. Um, anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Um, wherever you're from, uh, tell your friends, leave a review, um, and do not forget to have fun while you're playing. Because if you're not having fun, I don't know, um, get a new hobby. Peace. Peace.